The revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God, and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice, as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. Lord, and, and humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. Father God, Lord, thank You for today. Thank You for the privilege of belonging to You, of knowing You. Jesus, thank You for saving us. Bless those listening, and I believe with them. You said if two of you agree on earth is touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. Amen. So I believe with them that you'll reveal your glory to them today. If they need healing, I believe with them for that in any area of their life. Um, Lord, send out labors into the harvest fields. Continue to anoint ministries like CFAN in Africa and other ministries. Men and women, 
give them the anointing to do your work in the wonderful name of Jesus. The, the beginning of this message has the, the beginning of the book, uh, the book of Revelation. This description of Jesus Christ, so glorious. Jesus Christ is God Almighty. He's glorious and beautiful beyond description. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of the Father. And every human being was born to fellowship with Him. That God offers to fellowship with a person, with every person, is an unspeakable mystery. It reveals His nature and His character, His love and mercy, His graciousness and giving nature. He has given Himself to the world. Just as He gave Jesus Christ, just as He has given Jesus Christ to the whole world in eternally and infinitely, and He gave Jesus as a to be a man on the earth who died for the world. All of this, all truth is parallel with God. This all reveals His nature, His love for mankind. The sacrifice of Jesus is, is the greatest example of His nature and love. Also, let's remember, He's given Jesus Christ to everyone on the earth right now, today. Every person on the earth can have a full relationship with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit who's so glorious and beautiful and wonderful. When someone gets filled with the Holy Spirit, born of the Spirit, they will recognize themselves. That's, that's Reinhard Bonnke said that. And that's very brilliant. It's not enough just to be born again and to be... It's... It's all about Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the key. You could stop listening now. That's all a person needs. Really, all, all a person needs is Jesus. To think that this description of Jesus Christ, there's other descriptions. Uh, people in modern times have, Jesus has visited them. And, and some of those descriptions are on our website, wonderreality.org. This is one... This is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. On our website, the homepage, there's other descriptions. So beautiful. And the Holy Spirit, let's remember, He is Jesus Christ. He is the Spirit of Jesus and the Father. So, back to what I was saying. Every person on the earth today, let's think about that. Every person alive can, can know Jesus Christ have a relationship with Him and receive their daily bread. Jesus said, give us today our daily bread. That's the daily portion of Jesus Christ that God has for us. And so, we can, it's, well, that's a different teaching, but that's a wonderful revelation. Every day we can partake of Him. And then, He's, to those who make it to heaven, who, those who are saved know Jesus as Lord and Savior. He will give Jesus Christ to them fully for eternity. Eternity. And they will fellowship with Him forever.
And that's, that is a proof that that's what humans were born to do. God wants everyone to make it to heaven. And everyone in heaven will fellowship with Him. Amen. So it's, it's just so glorious. This week, I, I do want to focus on the two main themes that, number one, Jesus Christ is God. That's an eternal revelation. And then number two, fellowship. That He offers fellowship that every person has the opportunity to fellowship with Him. Just as every person has the opportunity to be saved. God's available. Jesus is knocking on the door of their hearts. It's there. It, it is... God has given every person the choice and it's that same thing with all the phases of knowing God, four phases, and with fellowship. I mean, it's... Amen. So that's... I am also... Yesterday I spoke about the, the secret place. I, I think this week, just a, a little preview, I want to continue to speak about the secret place. Also, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said that. Um, these are eternal revelations. Do you realize when someone knows Jesus Christ and they're saved and they're in the born-again phase, they have begun, begun the eternal journey of knowing the only true God and Jesus Christ. And 95% or more of people will not experience His presence and glory on the earth and will not delve into, so to speak, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. They just, it cares, riches, pleasures, things keep us from it. We, all these different things. When they get to heaven, they, they will experience all of that for eternity. So we have the opportunity while we're on the earth to to experience these two and and it's just so glorious the secret place Jesus said in that famous passage he said when you pray go into your room pray to your father who's in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly in the open. Secret's in there twice. And as I mentioned yesterday, this reveals salvation. Because in how do we know Him, it's in our, the, some have called our spirit person the hidden heart of man. Our spirit person is the real us. And it's... Now, in... The Father God Almighty in the secret place. Well, there's so much about that. He's on the highest throne in the universe. We know that Scripture says He's the invisible God. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. That's a famous Scripture. Um, I've heard people say that. You know, God's invisible. And again, to, to, to the secret... God in the secret place, that's beyond words. This is a... We move into the realm 
of faith and relying on Him and believing. Jesus greatly emphasized faith and believing. That's His second most frequent topic. The secret place now is, is, is actually, I believe, is revealed. Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. But I say it reveals salvation because salvation is a secret. It's an encounter. It's when a person has an encounter, a face-to-face encounter with God, with Jesus Christ, just between them and God. It's a secret between them. Amen. It's, it's great to be in a public meeting and to make a go down you know, and receive Jesus Christ. That's great. But real salvation is when it's between a person and God in secret, and they have the relationship. And then a great man of God points out salvation is later. Yes, it is someone makes needs to make a public confession to someone, whether it's one person or more, that yes, Jesus is my Savior. It's just so glorious he offers a relationship and so this every phase the same thing and I, I believe this is also in the theme that God hides there's numerous scriptures and Jesus of course said the kingdom of heaven treasure hid hidden in a field and then when a man found it he hid it so hide is in there twice also when um, that treasure is the Holy Spirit, and a great woman of God said, "Our greatest sin is if we ignore Him. He's God Almighty." And we see these other mysteries. I mentioned Jesus even said, "I will pray the Father, and He will send you another Helper, that He may abide with you forever." So when someone gets saved in the spirit realm, Jesus Christ literally prays to the Father to sin, and the Father sends the Holy Spirit to that person. All of this is happening. A human being doesn't realize it, right? It's happening in secret, so to speak. It's in the spirit realm, and that spirit realm is the secret place also. Yes, that's, the, that's another aspect of the, the, the secret place is the spirit realm. That's what the beginning of this message, the, the beginning of the book of Revelation and the vision that John had, that's in the spirit realm. He got into that secret place. And, and so he had this glorious vision. He sees Jesus, all these wonderful things. I mean, just incredible. The whole book of Revelation is just amazing. In the last two chapters, he sees the new Jerusalem. The city was pure gold, like clear glass. That's the glory of the Lord. That's, and so sadly, even we as believers often do not get to that place. It's, there's three realms of prayer. And so it's, it's about persisting and going into those realms we lose our old nature God hides 
he might withdraw his presence and see what someone does and and it's this it's a glorious relationship something new I want to to very briefly speak about an objection people have many people say it's not fair that people in countries where the gospel is not prevalent uh, it's not fair to them if we say that anyone who's not in the book of life will spend eternity in hell anyone who does not know Jesus as Lord and Savior that's the result that it's a very I know it's a harsh thing that's what's revealed in the Bible um, clearly they also say related to that what about all the people in all of history who never heard the gospel never heard about Jesus Christ they would say the objection is it's not fair to them that if they are well-meaning and they don't know, know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior they end up in hell so that's these are prominent objections so here's one way to look at it today in modern society it's safe to say most people on the earth have heard about Jesus Christ and know about him because of modern technology and yet if let's look at world stats 70% of people are not saved so they've heard and yet they're not saved what if we all the people today lived 3,000 years ago before technology even before Jesus came to the earth what would be their response they've heard about him today and they haven't chosen him and so my overall point is it's you know it is revealed now again this is a mystery of the kingdom it's revealed in the Bible also that God knows who's going to be saved he Jesus himself even said don't give what's holy to the dogs and that what's holy is the anointing and the wonderful gospel that's somewhat surprising uh, but but Jesus said that that's so important everything he said significant beyond our human comprehension the overall point I want to make is we know that today most people are not saved that's a tragedy but hearing the gospel did not change that this same principle is found in one of Jesus parables and let's remember all truth is parallel the famous parable of the rich man and Lazarus okay the rich man was in hell he asked he said please go tell my brothers about this place I don't want them to come here and what was the response let me read a portion of this parable um, he said I beg you therefore father he's speaking to Abraham that you would send uh, send him to my father's house for I have five brothers that he may testify to them lest they also come to this place of torment Abraham said to him they have Moses and the prophets let them hear them and he said no father Abraham but if one goes to them from the dead they will repent but he said to him if they do not hear Moses and the prophets neither will they be persuaded though one rise from the dead 
So, so this same principle applies to this objection. Hearing the gospel did not change the overall um, response of human beings. And this is, this is a tragedy. I want to emphasize when people have objections, really it's the cause is self-will. The objections are just the result. They, we can answer every objection fully and completely doesn't matter because nothing will ever change. If someone is in self-will, and I, and I, I, I want to say this in love, you know, if these are, if someone is in self-will, nothing's going to really change them. Uh, a friend of mine recently said, you know, we don't come to God until things get really, you know, we have problems and so forth. Is and and Jesus spoke about this often and in many different ways. He said, "Woe to you who are rich, full, and laughing. Woe to you! You've received your consolation." Blessed are you who are poor, hungry, and weeping. You know, it, it's things are different in the kingdom of God. Amen. Things are, you know, everything's different. Every and 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 we move into the the greatest thing: the presence of Jesus and His glory, His majesty, and He. When we find Him, the anointing solves everything. A great man of God says that. Everything makes sense. All of our... And, and we find the treasure which fully satisfies and, and there's, it's the unlimited potential in, in that... In the, when we know Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. But the mystery is that man has choice. And that yes, there are Scriptures also that God wants everyone to make it to heaven. Everyone. Even in a modern revelation, in Mary Baxter's book, A Divine Revelation, Jesus literally said, I came to save all men and women. That includes women. That... So this is a mystery. This is part of the mystery. Mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, which are... um, It's in the secret place that those mysteries are revealed. Amen. I want to also... Here's... um, I want to thank anyone who's following our ministry and thank you for your partnership. And I want to say this. I have not emphasized this enough you can be a more than just a partner with this ministry you can actually anyone who's a partner with this ministry who is praying for us and and following us you are a part of what we're doing and Great things are happening. Exciting things. 
every day new people from around the world are finding the websites we've created, reading the books, listening to this podcast. I'm going to mention some of the locations in a minute. But it's really fun. It's exciting. You're a part of this. You know, and so we're, I am very grateful for your prayers. Um, we, we need your prayers. We need financial support to keep this going. I want to pray for visitors to the websites, to some of the sites yesterday. I pray, Lord, for these visitors in India, three cities specifically in India, including um, Maharashtra. Um, numerous visitors from Russia and China, from the Philippines, um, Slovakia, Latvia, Ukraine, Serbia, Armenia, Armenia, Japan, Korea, Singapore, moving to Europe, Finland, Sweden, France, Germany, numerous cities in Germany, the Netherlands, Amsterdam, and other cities in the Netherlands, Poland, Switzerland, the UK, Spain, in Canada, Toronto, another visitor in Quebec, several listeners of our podcast in Canada, um, in the U.S., from the East Coast to the West Coast, numerous cities, New Jersey, New York City, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Ohio, Iowa, Texas, Oklahoma, Los, um, Los Angeles, San Diego, San Jose, San Francisco, Seattle, Oregon. Thank you. And it's just, it's fun. You know, we try to keep the websites with just the content. No ads, no pop-ups, no, nothing. Very, you know, just this content um, about the glory of the Lord and Jesus Christ and and uh, just put up one called Jesus Said Only Believe. Some of the domains, as I mentioned, are very expensive. The one, if we, we did a website called Celebrate Jesus. Well, CelebrateJesus.com was $150,000. Can you imagine? Well, that's a great thing that someone feels that that domain is that valuable. Um, We got, we put a dash between those two words and got it, well, for much less. And so, thank you again. A lot of exciting things this week to to look forward to. Um, And mainly, it's the presence of Jesus his glory and majesty which is it there's the the secret and the mystery and that that we must we have the privilege of seeking him and and being spiritually hungry is the key Jesus revealed that blessed are the poor in spirit that's spiritually hungry those who are just they've just got to know okay spiritually what's 
And he says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Thanks again. Blessings.